And now for something completely different. Four, three, two, one. Hi. Welcome to the future. Remember, no guts, no galaxy. All right. Hey, everyone. What's going on? Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast 148. We are your hosts, Phil and Darren. Today is October 19th, 2016. I'd like to say good evening. Darren, how are you doing, man? Good evening. Lately, for some reason, you're, I know it's, it'll be all recorded properly, but you cut in for me halfway through your sentence. So it yeah, it's because I, I un, yeah, I unmute. I know you're yeah. probably like picking your nose like, oh, I've got time. He's not muted. No. You know, I'm like, I, yeah. I mentally it's no nose picking two minutes before showtime. So <laughs> I'm usually safe with that. Although now that you're saying uh, that my, my nose totally itches. Gosh, dang yeah. it. So how you doing, man? Well, I'm doing pretty good. Just busy. Better than you. I know some stuff went down in your life over the last few days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brownie, um, she's still got the cone of shame on and will be there for a few more days. Yeah. Um, you know, it's crazy because I know dogs eat stupid shit all the time, right? You know it happens. Literally shit. Yes, everything. L- literally everything under the sun, whether it's a pair of jeans, sneakers, and... Yeah, for those that are wondering, I had to uh, brownie my little Boston Terrier. She's 14 months um, old, and she um, she started, you know, I thought she was sick, right? And coffee, yeah, appropriate. I got mine, too. Um, mine's cool. It's got a Timberwolf uh, thing on it. See? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, she started getting, you know, sick, didn't think anything of it, and, uh, you know, just progressed. She just wouldn't keep food down, wouldn't drink, and... So I was like, you know, hey, this isn't cool. I really don't want my dog to die. So I took her to the vet Monday morning, and they did x-ray, and we're like, hey, there's something in her stomach. We can't really tell. It's nothing, like, hard, hard. And I was like, well, shit. And they're like, okay, well, you know, surgery. And they're like, oh, it'll probably be... As soon as they drop this number, by the way, I was not expecting it. I Because, you know, like, I, I don't know. They were like, oh, it'll be between $3,500 to $4,500. And I was like... I'm on the phone in bed, like, you know, just like, what? Like, (laughs) and, uh, but you know, you got to do it. And, you know, and so we took her and it's crazy because the whole thing happened and, uh, the, the vet called, the doctor did the surgery and was like, Hey, she's, you know, fine. There was nothing crazy going on, but her stomach was full and, you know, um, we'll have the contents so you can see what it is. So, you know, preventative measures or whatever. And um, we thought it was from the the couch because she got into our uh, couch pillow, which I have no clue how or any of that. Um, it's, it's got a zipper. I I don't know. My dog's like the raptor on Jurassic Park. Um, and we thought it was that polyester stuffing. No. And the crazy thing, what it was, is it was part of her chew toy, like those big rope knotted ropes that you can buy, right? And the the ends are a little, you know. Oh man, lawsuit in the making right here. Well. <laughs> just kidding the one that was uh, a part of it what, what was in her stomach we had thrown away two months ago because they had torn it apart and it was just strings everywhere so we torn it apart and so my theory is i think she ate it back then and everything was fine and it just for whatever reason it finally got its way worked into her gi tract and that's when it was causing issues and it blocked everything up um and uh yeah long story short uh yeah, not cool, but she's she's doing good. She's got the cone of shame. She's on her pain meds, and um, she's just sleeping and, and relaxing. And, uh, you know, I just want to say thank you again to all of the, the people that showed up yesterday. Did a, like, long-hour stream, and a lot of people helped donate. So thank you guys uh, so much for the, uh, the support. So, yeah. Yes, indeed. Um, I have had, you know, I've spent tens of thousands of dollars on pets throughout the years. Um, uh, you know, no more than I think... 5,000, maybe a little bit more in any individual, but it's always, you reach this dilemma. Like, you know, if it was a, your mother, your brother, your sister, your father, whatever, do whatever you got to do, do whatever you get. Where does that line drawn? And now I know plenty of people with, you know, a lot more money than me that have spent a lot more money than me. I live right near uh, UC Davis, which is, if not just domestically, you know, well known as far as a, an animal uh, treatment place worldwide as well. And where they can pull off miracles. And I'm talking just insane stuff. When my dog got diabetes, we could have spent over $10,000 basically giving him, you know, fake eyes, all kinds of stuff. Um, 
where do you draw that line? It's so hard. Mm. I, well, you know, you know, you know what the shit part about all this is, is you're 100% right. But what happens if you don't have that money? I yeah, mean, to me, screwed. to me, that that was the opener because my wife was like, you know, you know, yeah, of course, we got to do whatever we got to do. She's, you know, like super, you know, freaked out. And I'm like, uh, she's like, well, what happens if, you know, you can't pay it? I'm like, your dog dies or you have yeah. to take out a loan. And if you can't do <laughs> that, your dog dies. No Obamacare for, for the animals. Yeah, so. I don't I don't know, man. I mean, I know people that are just like super mm. they no emotion about it. They're animals and that's it. Mm-hmm. And I know people to the other end that will spend as much money on them as a person and I can't say they're wrong. I can't say anybody's wrong. It's a personal choice obviously. Sorry you had to go through that. Yeah. Uh get well. Well, I mean, brown. like like I'm not I wasn't like, "Oh my god, died." Cuz I was like, "Dogs eat shit all the time. It's a normal surgery." And the, even the vet was like, "Yes, we do this all the time." So I wasn't freaked out. I was just more like well, shit, dude, like, really? And we just bought the, like, that's what I thought it was. But anyways, uh, yeah, so my, my past few days have been a little hectic. And my sleep, I think the sleep schedule part has been, because I'm on a weird sleep schedule with the wife, and it got even more messed up, because, anyways. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, um, yeah, crazy. That is what's going on. <laughs> crazy. And, of course, you know, with normal stuff, streaming, and, and uh, you know, uh, doing stuff behind the scenes. But um, I did watch a movie. Uh, that I think you might be interested in, and of course others out there, um, just totally ran across it on Netflix, uh, which by the way, did you know that the star rating on Netflix is not what others think it is? It's what Netflix think you will think it is. Because that, you're... Uh, that makes so much sense, yeah. dude. Like, literally like a week ago, my wife and I are going, you know, we're looking at shows that we know are five star rated shows, and it was rated as three or whatever. So that's just netflix interpreting what we think we're gonna yes. rate it wow because based off what that, man. based off what you watch and based off how you rate things not very accurate Ye- well that's the problem is we don't rate things uh-huh. so that's uh-huh. probably yeah have you like system, had your so daughter ever watched out. like little my little pony or whatever and all of a sudden it's like hey <laughs> oh, dude when top- i turn on netflix all i have is kid shows <laughs> on the top dude like i have to dig to find my shows so i i ran across this uh it's it's uh the movie title is the siege of and i, and I wanna is it uh Jadotville? um i may pronounce that uh totally it may just be Jadotville. i don't know uh basically it's about uh um irish um soldiers Back in the day, um, uh, UN peacekeepers sent into Africa, and basically sh- just bad things happen. Uh, and it's based on a true story. Um, but, uh, you know, of course, I, I like military. Uh, it's always great uh, movies. It's always great seeing, of course, uh, other, you know, countries and sort of reenactment and stuff like that. But, of course, it yep. is it is not a real documentary. It's a, you know, Hollywood uh, sort of. But it was sure. a good movie. I liked it. Um, and uh, you know, never heard of it, so I, w- I will definitely add that to my list. Yeah. I've got tons to add to my list. Um, me, I haven't seen anything good lately, I just haven't had the time to go to the theater. My wife and I are both jonesing for uh, theater popcorn and, and some good movie, but there's just nothing you, out you, there right now. Do you always get popcorn when you go? Pretty much. I we used to get um jalapenos in our popcorn every time, but I get really disgusted by the you know the where you get the jalapenos. I, anybody can just walk by and spit in them, you know. <laughs> oh, so I can't. I just can't do it. Uh, but recently, our favorite uh, theater had the jalapenos behind the counter. Probably saw somebody spitting in them. So anyway, yes, uh, absolutely butter popcorn with jalapenos pretty much every time. My wife's family is. Every single time they will, it, we just ate dinner, dessert, whatever. Doesn't matter. Dude. Popcorn, and I'm so weird. I don't want any of it. I, it's so greasy and nasty, and just I, I'm like, no, I, I'm good. And they're like, no, you, you, and I'm like, oh no. So I don't think you're in the majority I, there. Yeah, I'm odd, dude. Uh, at home, pop, pop, popcorn, sure. I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. I don't I don't know. Well, I'm not. You know, you're not no, it's cool. the healthiest at the theaters for sure. It's it's cool. I understand. I'm on, I'm the oddball. But um, I'm looking forward to Star Wars. Obviously, I uh, can't wait for that movie. I think it's going to be. I watched the badass. trailer. Yeah, I mean, I know you. Uh, you're, you're, <laughs> you were like, "Hey, did you watch you're the trailer?" Me all that shit. About I was not like, watching the trailer. You didn't want any spoilers, and then ten minutes later, you're like, "I'm watching the trailer." I was like, "God <laughs> dang it!" And it looks so fucking good. You know it what? It does, dude. I, I, 
to me, it looks like possibly the first, like the original three, obviously it had a dark theme to it as well. But of course, you know, the original three, um, and I feel like this could potentially be the first Star Wars movie we see that is dark and is gritty and realistic and it isn't you know like it isn't always a fairy tale and you know the crazy thing is like the original two are dark people are dying literally left and right, right. troopers right in front of your eyes yeah. like and it's just like glossed over like yeah, you know no they'll get up later they're just done you know like um you know they'll be having their lunch later um <laughs> but um i don't know I, i'm super thrilled uh i, I think another and you know intriguing part just from the the trailers too is that it doesn't it's not focused around jedi you know as far yeah. as like and i feel I'd like be totally fine with no jedi in the movie at all yeah. so and it's got Absolutely. again not main crush donnie yen in it so there's that as well but um, D- don't worry guys the mech porn is coming in fact star wars has some mech porn you know yes, the, the, some in some ways the the original mech but uh yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Obviously, I'm looking forward to John Wick too. I don't know if you catch caught the first one. That, I did. Uh, great movie, in my opinion. Um, so I'm hoping the second one uh, pulls that off. Wh- one thing I noticed for the first time ever, really, like I don't know, even his not so great movies, but still decently good. I've always watched Tom Cruise movies, and I've always been at least in the back of my mind, yeah, I'll rent that one or or whatever, watch it on the net uh, if I don't see it in the theaters. But I got to tell you, man, this new, I love the title, Jack Reacher, Never Go Back. Sounds so bad. It sounds like a fucking 80s, you know, action did you, flick Did you watch like the original, the first one? No. Oh, it's and, good. Jack. See, but what, what I'm feeling, though, is that it came out right after the announcement of John Wick. And I'm feeling like Tom Cruise is just wanting some of that Keanu action. I don't know. Maybe it's going to be good, but well, just for <laughs> two different things, though. I mean, no, obviously, but it's just like I don't know. It just actually seems weird to me. If you haven't seen it, watch. Um, Jack I didn't Reacher. watch. It's actually it's actually yeah. quite enjoyable. Um, uh, but the thing with like uh, to me, I'm like I liked uh, uh, John Wick, but then the second one coming out, I'm like, let me guess, he kills a lot of people, like. How much of a story is there to it? At least the first one. No, dude. The thing is, you don't fuck looks, with the man's dog. He saves lives. You don't. He's, he's, you don't fuck with medic. the. You don't fuck with the man's dog, <laughs> and you don't fuck with the man's woman. How many wars have started because of that? Troy. Maybe fell. somebody fucks with his gaming computer in this one. You know. <laughs> I don't. No, but <laughs> totally crosses the line. I did like uh, Jack Reacher. I, it, the character itself, the story, the plot, it was actually enjoyable. It's fun to watch. Uh, I like John Wick as well. Uh, obviously, there's not a whole lot of character development i mean you just like the one question i think that opens it up as far as john wick to me was okay so you know this guy was like a hitman but how did he learn and what did he do to get all those skills so maybe this evolves into that so to me i'm like well you know but yes i like to bandit says they both were just jacked from uh taken which may might be the case i don't know (laughs) Anyway, I, I I like good action movies, so yeah, hopefully yeah. They're, they're both good. good. If you haven't seen it, you you won't actually be disappointed. And and you're right, you know Tom Cruise, uh, Oblivion, uh, all like the I've side, enjoyed them all. Right, the uh, Live Die Repeat. Uh, isn't that the second title? What was the first one? I've got it. Uh, oh right, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. That was right. actually enjoyable. Like, it, um, I think there's not a whole lot of movies that I don't like with Tom Cruise. Like, uh, uh so yeah. Risky business. Yeah. All right. So next, the next medium reading, uh, as I've been mentioning, I'm um, I'm still about I'm about halfway through Thunder Rift right now. Totally enjoying that book. Even more. It's so weird. You know how many, how many times? How many I've times read have you book? have you read it? Over. I don't know. <laughs> do you easily pitch, over. Do you 10, picture potentially over twenty? Now that it's the mechs are in MWO, like when it talks oh, about the marauders being in the cave and stuff. Are you like the, well, and the, the locust? And... I think my mind blends them together. You know, I love the the original artwork and especially the stuff that was uh, borrowed from Robotech and so forth. So I think for the most part, I go with the original look in my head, the original Shadowhawk marauder wasp stinger now obviously we don't have those in mwo yet but uh yeah i think i go with original artwork um but it's just every little aspect dude when they're describing being in the cockpit when they're describing warfare um you know the combat when just everything i'm paying attention to things more i think than i did when i first started reading the the book but yeah it's been a lot of times loving it um 
but the reason I do bring up the book and I'm and I'm continuing through these is because we were supposed to have Randall on the uh, podcast today. Randall was out. If you don't know, the Pacific Northwest had some crazy storms for like a week or more or less or something like that. But people were out of power for a long time. Randall was out of power for like a week or so. And so uh, he just got power back yesterday. He was totally behind. He's going to reschedule and be on our podcast next week. And there's a lot of cool stuff to talk about, new stuff, including I think today they even released a new book, maybe. Um, I think I saw that when I woke up. Uh, Crescent Hawk, maybe. Anyway, uh, he will be on, confirmed, October 26th. That's a week from today. So sorry about that. Those of you that might have been expecting him here today, he will be here with us next week. Yeah, how many people came here and they're like, oh, well, he's not coming. See you. <laughs> and I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's that. What about uh, what about games? You doing anything with games? Um, I know you've been playing uh, your Huntsman a little bit, right? Oh, dude, uh, I I knew it. I called it before. You know, um, I knew I was going to enjoy it. Fifty tonner, um, pod space galore, uh, good amount of speed, maneuverability. Um, by the way, this is not a model. Uh, I forgot who sent me this. Um, oh, shit, something just fell off. Um, it's a. Uh, it's a toy, I guess, uh, of the Warhammer, or the, I guess the, which one was this called? Um, the Robotech or whatever, the Tomahawk. Yeah, I got a, I yeah. got a couple of those. The Tomahawk. It even has a dude yeah. in here, guys. Um, my my <laughs> daughter took mine from me. <laughs> You're right. She loves it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, no, uh, as far as uh, the Huntsman uh, played it, I think my favorite setup, there was a few... Um, your peep goss uh, was fantastic on it. Um, it pretty much can do anything that the Hunchback 2Cs can do. But the difference between the Hunchback 2C, they're both 50 tonners, is there's a few key distinct differences between it and the Huntsman. Well, you want to get to that when we get to the Huntsman? I was just saying what video games you're oh, playing okay. right now. Yeah, I'm um, sorry. <laughs> we, I got, uh, yeah, uh, no, and it's not replacing the cicada. Don't worry, guys. That you can't. That's You can't live without your heart. It's just, you know... Um, unless you get Are you playing anything one. else besides MW, MWO right now? Funny enough, yes, or I'm about to, um, and I probably will be streaming this, uh, but I uh, actually have the CD in my hand, or right here, Dawn of War, uh, the Warhammer 40k uh, RTS. So I bought these and I played, uh, I have this, the expansion, the Winter Assault, and Dark Crusade, and uh, I thought I lost them. Um, but I found them, and I found the keys, and I was able to contact uh, Sega, who now owns the uh, rights, and get new stream key, uh, actual Steam keys. That's you, awesome, dude. Because uh, the retail ones don't work with Steam. And so now I've downloaded them, installed them, and I'm actually looking forward to playing it. So, um, yeah. And Dawn of War 3, uh, there's a trailer. It comes out either next year 2017 or 2018 or whatever but uh yeah paylor loves dan of war i haven't tried that series <laughs> um that sounds good yeah i've been watching the uh people talking about obviously uh that series recently with the new one coming out um i personally finally after i don't know like 520 something hours finally finished the main storyline of dl uh fallout 4 no dlc i haven't even touched the dlc yet um, so that game definitely got my money's worth. And then basically right now, looking forward to Battlefield 1. I think you'll be playing that with me. We got a couple of our other buddies that are getting it as well. I, so. I keep getting PM'd by uh, Dr. Demos. Yes. Like, dude, 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 dude. And I'm like, I'm not buying the ultimate edition or any of that. I'm buying the standard edition. You know, but, I, uh, I still have a, my main gripe with... <laughs> Is why do you have the maps behind a fucking paywall? Yeah, I know. Who's well for now? They're not though. So now's the time to play it when they're when they're not behind a paywall. Like it makes somebody in a suit. You're lit. Like content vehicle. I don't know. I'm not gonna get. I'm not. I'm not. It's so stupid. There's nothing I can just do in great. But uh, yeah. That's pretty. But much. let's get into. You wanted to jump into the Huntsman. That is the first topic under the October eighteenth patch, which was yesterday. We had a huge patch. Um, I'll link the patch notes in a moment. But the first 
topic, the first big thing, obviously, in that patch, the Huntsman. So yeah. why don't you continue your conversation about the Huntsman? People are comparing it uh, to the Hunchback. Um, I no, heard a and, lot of comparisons. Yeah, you should. Um, I mean, it's it's sort of like the Kodiak or Direwolf. I mean, there's you know you've got two fifty tonners, two different types of mechs. By the way, you've got um, the Huntsman, which is an Omni mech, which means its equipment is fixed, whereas the Hunchback is a you know two C version, so it's not. Um, there's some key differences. One, you don't have to take all five jump jets uh, on the Hunchback two Cs, right? Or four, I think technically, uh, you can only take two or three uh, or one. Um, you have to, obviously it's fixed, uh, on the Huntsman. The other thing too is, um, with the Huntsman is the 250XL compared to the Hunchback 2C, which goes all the way up to 275. So technically the Hunchback 2Cs are technically quicker or can be if you so decide. And then when you compare setups, like we've seen two peeps on the, the tourney and stuff, um, the Hunchback will probably still do that better as far as just it has more payload space because it doesn't have the jump jets to be able to put towards heat sinks. Um, uh, they're both high mounts. Uh, the shoulder mounts are both, you don't really have to worry about that. Uh, now the, the sort of differences I look at is um, the physical geometry between the two. Um, and that's where I think the Huntsman will be better is uh, as far as being able to hit and like core out. Uh, or hit uh, because of physical size. But again, it goes back to that speed advantage of the Hunchback 2C, so maybe that, that's that's a difference too. But um, yeah, man, really enjoyable. For uh, a mobility player like yourself, what's more important, the extra speed of the Hunchback or the jump jets on the Huntsman? Um, I would say speed first, but the Huntsman are, I mean, it's like sort of like the Nova. I mean, 87 KPH, 90 KPH is fast enough where, right. You know, like you're still mobile. Yeah. Like you, to me, yes, it would be nice to be able to drop that ton engine and go a little bit faster, but it's not hugely detrimental. Um, at least, uh, yeah. So anyways, I've been pleasantly surprised. Um, ran a few different builds, uh, UX. I did two UX fives, three mediums. I did, um, you know, uh, Goss and four mediums. I, I did SR, uh, four SRM fours and four medium poles. Pretty much the cool thing with the um, the Huntsman is it has a plethora of hard points. Now, the difference is when you compare some of those to the Hunchback 2C, like for instance, the Hunchback 2C, because it does have that few extra tons advantage, uh, because it doesn't have to take those jump jets, um, you, you can invest in that bigger engine or you can invest in more tonnage uh, for ammo. So like dual UAC-10s, it's actually somewhat sort of more viable on the Hunchback 2C. Also, you can't do dual uh, uh, UAC-10s in the right torso of the Huntsman. You just can't. There's not enough crit space. So there are some things that, uh, you know, the 2C does better, but it is also blockier and shit compared to the Huntsman. And the Huntsman looks fantastic. I know that doesn't really matter from a gameplay perspective but it, i think are you it, saying the hunchback does not look look at it right there dude right in our stream picture the what? hunchback is badass too no i agree it's the 2c funny. not the original the 2c oh, oh, 2c gotcha. yeah, yeah. yeah yeah it's um that is the other thing i've been talking to a lot of people like uh Taoist and a few other streamers were have been playing with it uh they got their care packages and uh to me you know i'm intersphere all the way the uh, Huntsman looks very inner sphere. It's more um, angular or whatever. And so I think that's what ap it appeals to me. So visually, very appealing. I love it. Uh, obviously, Alex did an amazing job, as he always did, in the, the modelers Especially and textures. If you look at the original artwork of the... Oh, my God. You, you, know what, you know what's great about this, too? Just from the, the nerd in me. <laughs> the original. The, the uh, Huntsman um, is actually in the novels a ton. Um, and we've never seen it in MechWare 2. It wasn't MechWare Immersion. It wasn't never in Mech 3, Mech 4. Maybe the I mech... love getting these mechs that haven't been in any of the other games. Yeah. And they're in the novels. You read about them. You understand why, like, they got their particular name. Um, it, you know, as far as, like, uh, the IS name, I'm just going to pull up uh, really quick. Um, I'm probably going to butcher this, uh, but it's called the Nabori, is it? Yeah, good luck with that. Nabori Nin. Nin. Nabori Nin. It might, it obviously, Somebody might. correct us. Someone who's Japanese can probably be like, no, Phil, it sounds like you this. You just totally but, Americanized it, but yeah. yeah. Um, and it was, the reason it was called that was the flag bearer, right? Because it has the, the 
Um, Which and, explains the cockpit item. Yeah. And so anyways, the original artwork compared to Fantastic, even, yeah, I, I'm, he switched up the legs uh, to the digigrade, which is like the so good. I, I love it. Um, animations feel good. Um, I played a lot last night. Uh, got some of them. I was working on elites already. Um, but uh, yeah, no, happy with the performance. I I figured it was going to be good just because of Plantech, fifty tonner Indo Faro plus jump jets. Uh, the only thing it doesn't have that would have made it just ridiculous is ECM. Like if it had, had ECM, yeah, that would have been crazy bad. Yeah, that would have been fun. But uh, yeah, no, the, yeah, yeah, good, good Mac, fun Mac. Yeah. People are having a good time with it. I'm uh, as always looking forward to see where it stands in about uh, a week or two when builds start showing up on the websites and so forth. Um, but yeah, uh, looks like it's gonna be a really fun Mac. Terra Therma update. Terra Therma got a complete redux. Um, obviously, you did the video for our YouTube page. Uh, what do you think of playing on it? Uh, probably got it a few times, right? Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, just real quick. Did, they didn't do the hotfix, right? I don't know. Let me see. Yeah, so if any of you are getting watch. in Terra Therma and there's a constant beeping, no. that uh, dropship beeping, um, that is a bug. Uh, it will be in yeah, uh, <laughs> the entire map. Uh, I did see it go off uh, sometimes for some people. Uh, um, oh, sorry. He's just displaying how uh, annoying I, it is. I didn't. Is it crazy? I thought it was a part out, of the map. <laughs> I thought it was a part of the map. Like even creating the video. Yeah, some people thought it was. I like. I was like, oh, and it didn't bother me. Like it's like, oh, is there going to be something that happens when the like? Does it like, you know, like, you know, clear the area? You know, explosion happening. I I didn't mind it um, as much. I don't know. Call me crazy. Yes. Uh... It, it, it tina therma hashtag tina therma but um yeah there's a, it's a lot of new uh well obviously completely redesigned so it is not just an update some people are just saying it's a completely new map which i tend to agree with um no you know volcano in the middle central point that's yeah that's off to the corner they basically took yep. that it's actually still there technically up in the corner and then they re here's the thing um I like it. If you're having performance issues, by the way, right-click on your... Um, when you open up the client, uh, run the uh, repair tool and just have it clear out your uh, shader cache. If you don't want to do that, you can actually clear it out. It's not where you installed the game. It's in your user profile for Windows. Um, and you can delete the shader uh, folder. That's helped some people. Um, I haven't had any issues with performance, actually. Um, when I did that video, I actually had everything cranked up. Everything. Um, and didn't have any issues. As far as uh, gameplay, 100% improvement, if not, in, in my opinion. And it's funny because you do have this very unique perspective. You drop, and everybody wants to get to the enemy as quick as possible, which usually that's right down the middle. The only problem is if you go right down the middle, you have one side that sort of has the higher ground, and you have one side that's coming up. Well, it both funnels you into this corridor, and there's plenty of pathways to go flanking um, on left and right, and even wider flanks too. And that's what I ran into is a lot of the times if I lost on that map, it was generally because the enemy team maneuvered. Or if we won, it was generally because we were maneuvering. And what I did is I'd go to like Echo 5, great engagements. Uh, some people were like, oh man, just nothing but just uh, you know long range combat. And some people were like, nothing but brawling. I saw everything I last that. night. I like I, I saw... Oh shit! We just got flanked. I wasn't paying attention. Um, yeah. Almost got you, Taragato, if you're there. Um, Domo Taragato. But yeah, it's 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 funny how personal experiences become the only experience. But you're right. right. There's, I, I'm hearing the same thing. I'm he hearing a lot of uh, uh, long range combat, a lot of brawling. So it seems pretty well mixed. Uh, there's a def decent amount of cover. Um, this, I know. Th to oh. me, what makes this work so well is that. It's flat as far as the, it's not like uh, you're having to go up and it's this pinnacle. Like that's one of my problems with caustic is it forces the behavior the the NASCAR is forced because of the, the, the caldera behavior. And what I like about this is it's generally flat. Now, granted, you've got little ups and downs, but in general, and there's so many pathways um, visually, it looks amazing. The sounds look, you know, sounds amazing. It's probably one of the most visceral sounding maps. Um, which is great. Uh, and I think whoever did those things take that 
apply it to future and or improvements on others which too. i'm sure is yeah yeah which of course you know duh, more breakable you know, but, terrain this time um which i i like the, i want to see continued uh, updates with more breakable terrain as we go yeah standing still uh you know if you are standing the chat is right um it is definitely a good map i played domination on it um it was interesting uh because the domination point is right in the middle where I was talking about where you have uh, the central paths. But again, I think a more mobile team realizes that and you can flank people. And it is sort of a darker map as well. Uh, you can use thermal, uh, by the way. I know some people, like you can't actually turn on thermal and use it. It doesn't just white out. I think it was reversed or something, right? I Wasn't thermal just inversed? Reversed? I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I know that they've uh, improved thermal and especially hot. So... Yeah, no, I like it. Thumbs up. It gets my approval. I played it a ton last night. Um, especially if you were to say, oh, would you want the old one? And there's people that are like, I love the old one. And I'm like, no. Now, That's always going to be the case. You he, know. He, here's the thing that I am torn, uh, torn on. Should PGI leave the old maps in for... Private matches? Private matches. And, yeah. and take them out of the rotation because... Hey, let's just say a, a league, MRBC, uh, Arhat, whoever, says, hey, we're going to throw that wrench into the mix every once in a while, or we want it, uh, you know. And uh, now the question is, again, it, is the map file even there? Can they do that? I, I don't know, but... Um... I know, and it's, this isn't to throw Dennis under the bus, but I know Dennis had some issues. He's the art director with uh, using some of the original maps because he just wasn't happy with them as you know a, a final product or whatever. And um, he may not be the one holding that from happening. He may not have it at all. But um, you know, and I can understand that from a creator. I'm sure you can as well. You look at your early work and you look to at something you know three, five years later oh, or whatever. Take it out of normal did. rotation and the, no, the I agree. general populace. I'm actually a proponent you know. for that as well. I've I've heard from enough people that uh, want it in private matches. I agree with that. I'd like to see the original Forest Colony, yeah. uh, both of them, uh, Forest Colony Snow as well, original uh, you know Frozen City, uh, etc. And uh, even the uh, yeah, caustic would be good. I don't know. It would be just fun. There, you know, there, there, there's some uh, nostalgia there as well. But uh, anyway, private matches. I think it's cool. Uh, we'll keep working that angle. See if we can get any movement on it. But who knows? Anyway, yeah, that was so. We had the Huntsman. We had Terratherma update, and then we had obviously uh, a bunch of new mechs as well. Um, or not and I new saw mechs, these everywhere, variants. by the way, no because doubt. you can't fucking miss them. Have you I seen them? Their, their camo patterns. Oh yeah. my god, the most hideous psychedelic. It, it, actually, I was like, who Except got it? Everybody is figuring out how to do black, black, and then a color, and it kind of who got into Darren's drawn. bag. Like that's what I was thinking. Who got into Darren's bag? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> that is not oregano. Um, yeah, uh, so there's the blackjack BJ two. There's a cataphract three L Hellbringer F variant. The stalker. I saw the stalker everywhere. Yes, a lot of them. Um, then there was two summoners, the, the F and the M variant. And then, uh, there was also some, uh, I guess the Atlas and Kodiak had cockpit items. They were, um, a little bit, they, they were painted as yeah. opposed to the regular ones that you can buy. Um, and they, and they do the, the animation. Uh, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. And of course the Gatling, the silver, I think it's called silver Gatling Warhorn. Uh, pretty cool. looks like a Gatling gun with horns on it spinning around. Anyway, some nice customer appreciation rewards and so forth. Seeing a lot of and, that out there. And what's interesting about those is the summoner. Is it has a left to right torso energy slot as well, which opens the door to... Okay, so obviously dual peep setups on summoners are really um, used a lot. Well, now you can strip all the armor on both arms and still get the benefit in the left to right torso. So that's that's where those... Uh, the Hellbringer um, torso as well. The Stalker, obviously, being ECM, I saw them everywhere. And you can do long-range LRMs. You can do SRMs. I saw a lot of both being used, um, which an ECM Stalker all of a sudden in your face. Um, the Cataphract, I didn't see out there. I did see the BJ2. Um, I saw a combination. I saw some people trying to do... Uh, streak twos. Uh, I saw people do SRM sixes. I saw a combination sometimes fours and energy. Um, I think the BJ is going to suffer from a close range brawl setup just because it's the BJ. It's very flat, easy to, to aim for. Um, but uh, yeah, it's 
They're, I'm you hearing can't... a lot of love for the, the Cataphract 3L. <laughs> yeah, I don't but, know why, but I'm seeing it on Twitter a lot. And... No, no, I, I don't. I, all I know I is you can't miss them because no they're doubt. hideous as far as their color pattern. <laughs> I don't know who came up with that. Like the loyalty of the Cicada, right? Or, that, or the Cicada, the Executioner. Oh, there's something else I'm missing. Zeus. And there's one more. I want to say whoever something. whoever came up with cat- the, the the patterns right on, dude. I love them, man. <laughs> you would, <hippie. laughs> um, and then the new cockpit items and uh, decals. Uh, first off, yeah, my these, new, are, these are separate from the the loyalty. These are just new with my this new patch. favorite warhorn. And it's, Jack-o-lantern, dude, right? that thing is it just is awesome. Like that is such a good warhorn. If you haven't seen it, guys, check out the Jack O'Lantern warhorn. I think you can test it, right? You yes, test- you can preview yeah. it. It's <laughs> it is so cool. It's now my my yeah. It, and I mean, and last night, like there was one. I had like a seven kill streak last night, almost eight, and it was just like back oh, to man. back to back to back to, <laughs> and it's just going. I I got two kills so quickly. It like missed one. Like. Right. But um, yeah, no. Uh, and then of course we've got a bunch of the unit decals. And the cool thing about these are, at least you know, for lore, lorists like me, is to actually see canon lore specific. The Force Tal Seti Rangers. The Ar- uh, is it Eridani Light Horse? Eridani Light. I know some people say Eridani. Um, uh, Storm's Metal Thunder and a bunch of the other ones as well. And there was a whole bunch. There was at least like twenty or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, and I'd like minutes. to I'd like to give a quick shout out to the individual who's doing those. Uh, <clears throat> Mark Hayden, you are fantastic, yep. you beautiful bastard. Thank you. Um, and I know also uh, Alex uh, Iglesias is also helping out with those as well. I don't know, in, I don't think in those particular ones, but um, yeah. So Hayden is uh, also a community member who became an employee for uh, PGI. There's a few of them out there, and uh, does great work. And yeah, it is fun seeing uh, the, the lore-based decals added. Um, I agree, no doubt about it. We had some MechLab optimizations, quicker loading, logging in. The biggest in. one right there is the, the quicker loading time when you're logging in. When they fixed the saving time... Yeah, the connecting. It, kind of got, it, it was like a water balloon where if you squeeze one end, it pops up on another end. And it, it, was, it felt like that's what happened. And, and it, it only made it more apparent, too, when the save times went quicker because then it was yeah. like... You, you couldn't, like, okay, connecting and the save times were long. So, uh, it got, like, half cut, and then you're just like, God, why does this take forever? And for those that have, you know, first world mech proms, 300 mechs, it takes even longer. Um, it, it's, you know, it's not instantaneous, which, you know, obviously is never going to happen, I don't think. But um, definitely faster. I noticed it um, purchasing faster with less refresh. Um, to me, the save times were a game changer. Like, that... I still think that was probably one of the biggest things uh, in the past uh, few patches. So, yes. I absolutely agree. I love optimizations that make things quicker. Um, the purchasing ones are cool, too, with less of those refreshes. So thank you, whoever's working on those. Um, there were some quirk adjustments, right, with uh, UAC Jam Chance yep. Uh, on, yep. on some And X. I'm going to go ahead and warn people there are changes coming tomorrow as far as November patch. There's actually a few things coming in November patches. Uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and... Wait, you're, you're saying they're going to be announced tomorrow? No, I'm saying there are November adjustments coming to... Tomorrow? No, just in general. I, I was, okay. I was you, saying you prepare... said tomorrow, but... I was saying just prepare thyself. Prepare thyself. Gotcha. There are so November coming in November, which sounds more significant than just UAC jam chance. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Prepare thyself. I just I just saw jam chance, and I know it's been a bunch of discussion everywhere. But um, right. Yeah. So there are changes coming. Bigger changes incoming. Yes. So and then there was uh, let's see some mech pattern retrofits. So this was you know again they're still just retrofitting mechs with patterns that they didn't have before so the blackjack firestarter highlander jaeger mech quick draw and the victor can now equip all the standard and inner sphere faction pat- patterns which is cool um it's good to have those and, finally and no we're not talking about um uh, energy draw solomon in chat so you, that's not correct again just and just to emphasize on that um ed is not being pushed until it's ready and if it's ready so just keep that in mind. All right. Um, 
Let's see. We a have bunch of other, basically there was a bunch of other. Um, I don't think I want to get into all the individual stuff, no, but a lot of to. other fixes, bugs, etc. So just uh, check out the patch notes. I linked them in chat. Tons of stuff uh, because they're monthly now. The patches are usually much more significant and have a lot of stuff in there. So check those out. Can we? Um, you know, I know that the next uh, haunted event, haunted and hunted, uh, is going on. Um, let's take a moment. Uh, I think a lot of people enjoyed the previous event we had. Um, and I think the majority enjoyed it. I think some people, of course, you can't please them. You're talking about Mechtoberfest. Yeah, Mechtoberfest, I think, was a success. And I think that, um, just like we mentioned last time, I think if they took that and they expanded on it and made it some type of automated system, too, where you did have dailies, if you will, and those dailies were different for everybody, that it could help, obviously, with, like, Matchmaker as well, or, you know, it didn't interfere uh, per se. Um, but to me, I think Oktoberfest just sort of highlights where y- you can have, you know, long-term goals for a month and it gives people enough time. It doesn't flood the queues with a particular play style or max or weight classes. Um, and I think a lot of people liked it. And now I, I do know I say that I don't speak for everyone um, out there, but the general consist- consensus I heard was yes we liked it this is the first one i've actually enjoyed um so i think i think i think, I think we're totally aware of how much everybody likes the long events and i think pretty much for the most part you know i talk with matt and tina every day matt is the guy that does most of the event work um you know whenever they can fi- i mean you know he doesn't just roll dice and or throw darts at a dartboard for these events there he, he thinks them out every month what's Watches coming next games, month what, yeah yeah totally i mean he's very much involved well, in other games look, look events at- that they do Quick Strikes just says it worked. I played more in the last month than the two months previous. Sure. So I think they expanded on it. I mean, if you look at this new event, um, which, by the way, I talked to Matt about it today. Tina had a huge hand in the Haunted and Hunted event, creating it and coming up with the ideas. So kudos to you, Tina Therma. Um, <laughs> so basically, this has like three separate parts to it. The first started yesterday, October 18th, goes till November 1st, which has a daily match score challenge. So it's basically a daily um, Terra Therma Redux challenge, a Huntsman Pilot challenge, and Hunt the Huntsman challenge. That's all October 18th to November 1st. Then separately, October 20th to October 25th, there's a Huntsman leaderboard. And then October 25th, and this is a big one, to November 1st that people love, the trick-or-treat loot bags, which is basically just another grab bag style event that everybody loves, lots of free stuff. So this is like a three in one, or it, maybe even uh, you could call it a six in one because the you know the first thing has so many parts to it. Um, really big event. I love this stuff. You know what? I personally, they could do this big every month, all month, and I would be good with that. I think events are wonderful. I do think they increase, just like uh, whoever that was in chat that was saying that. Sorry, I'm not on chat, so I can't see. Uh, I do think they increase uh, people playing, well, whether you're aren't talking you, dailies or weeklies. You're, we've talked about this, you personally. You are OCD when it comes to totally. daily rewards. Like, how many games a game have we? I like, and they put dailies in it that are enjoyable and and reward well enough. That's, I mean, it's they know this is this is psychology, man. This isn't like they're just you know, pulling oh, stuff out of their for, ass. They know exactly yeah, for, how to get us. Free to play marketing. It goes into uh, psychology, um, player oh, yeah. dynamic. I mean, yeah, it, it, it you goes dangle in a little bit of that uh, internal uh, or, or in-game currency or or some you know weapons or mechs or whatever. Some, so, you know there. what? Some people just don't like seeing a red X, and they're like, yeah, ah. that's another issue. The, the whole red X thing, um, but. Anyway, looks like a wonderful event. Haunted and Hunted. It's going on now. Started yesterday, and uh, most of it lasts all the way till November 1st. So another long one. Scary. Then I'm sure we'll see it at November and then, you know, December. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got got a lot of good events coming up. And then New Year. Yes. It's going to be. These are the, these are the, these are fun months, man, in in MechWarrior. Definitely looking forward to it. And then. Yep. Russ kind of just snuck it out there. Well, okay. Uh, it, it, yeah. Do I have to say this again? Guys. I don't know. We're going to have a moment with Phil. Guys, there will be more mech packs. There will be more. a mech pack and more. every month because Russ has told you this There's already. There's very few things that we can guarantee, but that is one of them. Don't be if, if surprised. Saying, what? Another mech pack? <laughs> 
you just need to, they need to stop that shit. They need, go, go work on your neck. Go work on CW. <laughs> Alex Iglesias, exactly. stop you freaking drunk. Don't put that pencil <laughs> down. Put that but anyway. Down. No, and, yeah, and the, the, I think the bigger, more people complain lately, not about there being more mech packs. I think people have mostly got over that, but it's it's that, for example, in chat right now. Uh, what about light mechs? What about inner sphere mechs? What about this mech? That that's a valid criticism. A bigger, yeah, I, I'm like, okay, yeah, I get that. But why are you fucking surprised when he's like, "Hey guys, just to let you know," um, and I remember this because he said on the top, uh, you know, mech packs are you know one of our primary you know ways of income. So we're going to be doing that. We're going to be breaking it down. We're going to, you know, blah, blah, blah. He said that how many times? Why are you surprised? Now, again, I think there is a critique of saying, well, what mechs are coming out? Like, uh, Man, I want that Wasp Stinger pack. You know it. The, the bro the bro mechs, they, they got to come out together. Wasp Stinger, two new 20 tonners. I think uh, it, it needs to happen. Well, you didn't get it this time. Instead, no, didn't get it this time. you've got a clan 90 tonner, the Supernova. Yeah, now now I'm gonna do a quick uh, lore moment brought to you by Sarna.net. Just real quick, guys, I'll let you uh, just. This is obviously doesn't necessarily translate to MWO, but gives you an idea of the lore behind the mech um, and what its purposes were for. And it does actually translate a little bit, and we get in, can get into that. A mech feared by many Intersphere pilots, the Supernova seems to be an advanced version of the Blackhawk, though it was actually developed before that venerable Omni-mech. Plans to replace the King Crab's loadout with clusters of large lasers grew from a shortage of autocannon ammunition. Shortage of ammunition, that's a, a big part right there in the design of the Supernova. The first prototypes met with little success due to the King Crab's integral ferrofibrous armor, but gave rise to a lighter and leaner new design. It has an average speed for an assault, and I think this will be an issue for some people, maybe. Keep in mind, it is 90 tons. With a top speed of 54 kph, uh, Phil, you can tell me what the top speed is going to be in-game uh, with all the upgrades or whatever, if you know. Provided by a standard fusion engine, mobility is further increased with jump jets, making it capable of 90-meter leaps. It is built, and I think in-game that translates to three jump jets max you're able to load on. It is built on a standard chassis with 14.5 tons of standard armor providing protection. Just like the Blackhawks Prime variant, it is made to survive long battles without depending on supply lines, a.k.a. ammo. So that is the lore behind it. Thank you, Sarna.net. Um, yeah, I mean, I, ba- I basically I think the big points with the Supernova are that it's mostly an energy boat. Uh, there's a couple variants that you know, go off a little bit. Uh, the hero has ballistics Heroes um, has ballistics, and there's and a few of the other sub missile, yeah. yeah. no energy. And then the S N V or the, the supernova a variant has energy and missiles. Yeah. Um, so a couple changes, but, uh, what do you know about the supernova? What are your thoughts on it? Um, I mean, 90 tonner. Um, I think the direct comparison would be to like the Highlander to C, um, the Highlander, uh, off the top of my head um i think in some ways it will be better than the highlander 2c from just like the hunchback 2c versus the huntsman where you have something that's locked fixed geo as far as uh, engine as far as jump jets if it has it um but as far as xl is going to be a go-to clan tech you survivable you can take that um, I think that's going to be big. Uh, the the iconic one that everyone knows has the six ER large lasers, which sure you can alpha that, <laughs> see what happens to. You. Um, I don't know. I think it really depends on um, the hard point placements. I mean, just based on the the looks of it, arms being lower slung, but we don't know how big that is. Uh, what that means is how much face time you have to be able to bring that to bear. That's one of the issues of like the king crab, right? Is lower slung arms. Um. Uh, uh, sorry, puppy. Someone agreed. Yeah, yeah. Come here, come here. Yeah, you want to say a hi to everyone live? It's a bunch of people because you can't play. They can't. Cone of shame. Engaged. Um. But yeah, so I think it'll be a good addition. Um. I knew this one was coming out. We knew it was coming out. Um. But uh. Yeah. I mean, aesthetically. So what do you think on the look? Yeah. Aesthetically, it looks amazing. Now, the Supernova was always one of those like, it, it already sort of looked good. Especially um, my favorite piece of artwork here. I'll I'll drop it in chat. Um. This one always looked very, uh, 
you, as far as like updated anyways, I'm dropping that for you so you can see that one. Um, to me, that always looked sort of modern and sleek, right? Uh, very high tech looking. Um, yeah, but, it's uh, not like the line art from the early 80s. Yeah, no, it, it definitely was not. And uh, as far as actual performance game, I I don't know. Um, I'd have to I'd have to see it when it you know as we get closer. But as far as the artwork, um, looks awesome. I'm just yeah. So it, it, again, it's 90 ton. It's not an Omni Mech. Uh, standard variants are the SNV one, three, and A. Uh, reinforcements are the B and the C. The hero is the boiler, which is. First of all, appropriate boiler for, I think, most of the variants, but I don't think it's actually appropriate for the hero. Well, now, I don't know the lore behind that, but it, the, the hero doesn't have any energy hard points. So. Well, it, do, it does. It has three in the right torso. I'm looking at it. It's got the two ballistic, one in each arm. It's got dual, oh, am I mistaken? A dual UAC-20s. Uh, it has uh, a large pulse in the right torso. Oh, you're ammo. right. Yeah, yeah. And then a, a three missile. And, and again, looking at it um, out of the... You know, one, two, three, four, five, six, and then if you do get the special um, of the one, um, it's yeah. I mean, uh, the SB one, the primary drawback would just be arm mounted, basically Nova Blackhawk, however you want to say it. Um, and again, it's not an Omnimex, so the Omnipods aren't swappable. Uh, so yeah i mean it's jump jet capable that's a that's a bonus to all of them again uh 325 is max so i guarantee you'll see xl 325s on all of them there's really no reason not to uh for clan tech um yeah those two ballistic that basically means right torso you may see uh you know peep goss uh setups uh large pulse goss setups um yeah uh the c has two energy in each uh torso as well actually that's that's another thing depending on how high those mounts are uh and there is of course um the a with the two missile per torso as well so i'm sure you'll that one has alarm 20s with artemis oh psa announcement by the way let me just uh i'm gonna be someone's mech bro out there um currently lrm 20s have the worst spread in the game if you're going to take LRMs, take LRM-15s with Artemis. It's the exact same tonnage, if not maybe a ton less. And you're going to have better damage and faster firing rate than you do with LRM-20s. Just a PSA announcement. It'll help you out, MacBro. Take LRM-15s, and uh, hopefully that gets fixed The more in the you know. Ding. <laughs> all right. Uh, no mask or ECM variants. All nope. variants are jump jet capable. Yep. And uh, early adopter rewards include, you know, the normal cockpit items, custom cockpit items, so forth. What I really like as far as the early adopter rewards is the mushroom cloud decal or decal. I think it looks cool. It's decal. Yeah. We're right. They're wrong. (laughs) I wonder (laughs) if any other country calls them decals. But anyway, um, that is the supernova. Um, And I guess it's uh, back to that point of waiting for the next announcement. What's the next one going to be? Oh, I know. Um, Yep. Uh, all right. And of course the clan heroes collection is still out there. Um, it's the, you know, clan invasion wave one max, all the heroes for that Timberwolf, storm crow, dire wolf, et cetera. So be sure to check that out. Ooh. MWMerks.com. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. regional finals. Yeah. Now this next part, I'm, I'm kind of actually trying to hurry this along now because I just noticed the time and you and I have an appointment. So, um, th- but this is big. So, we just got through a weekend of pretty much nonstop uh, MWO World Championships 2016 regional finals. We finished the qualifiers a while back uh, and then just had an amazing, so good yeah. weekend of these regional finals. It was so much fun watching all those matches starting from last Friday all the way through Monday night where when we finished the North America or the America's uh, finals. And wow, is all yeah. I can say. Um, just amazing performances real quick. I'm just going to announce the finalists from each region and then we can do some quick discussion about maybe particular matches. But the North American finalists and and showing up in Vancouver, Imperial, I don't think there was much doubt that that was going to happen. Uh, they were definitely favored uh... to, to win. Well, I, I'm, we had tons of people, you know, uh, cheering on their favorite teams, uh, SJR, 228, et cetera, a lot of great teams. And, and they were a contender, yes, yes. Yeah. 
but I think there was a lot. They were favored. Yes. Um, and then uh, EU time zone, Eon Synergy, also great players. Enjoyed watching them over the weekend and everybody else from EU. And then Oceanic, uh, Asia Oceanic region. It is a 228 Wild Ones. Now, we have, you know, obviously NGNG TV streamer uh, Jay-Z is on that team and, yep. and several other people that we know. It's going to be awesome to see all these people at MetCon for the finals. Um, it almost, there was for a while, uh, hashtag 228 versus 228, yeah. um, which would have been, you and, know, would have been amazing. You know, again, I going and watching, um, I watched uh, all of those rounds that night um, up into the wee hours. Um EMP versus SJR very close. Um, there was just, and and the difference is just small mistakes cost the matches. And I mean, and that's that's the difference is who makes less mistakes. And that's not being critical. It's not pointing a finger. It's just that's the reality that these guys play in. And uh, EMP uh, knocking SJR out, and then SJR had to play two two eight. And you know, you go in there, and you know, two two eight's the underdogs, right? They're, they they. You know, and um, they just have amazing performances, um, and then they knock out SGR, and you're like, holy shit! You know, I think they were the fifth seed, um, and then to me, there was the final, the the EMP versus two to eight. To me, there was two distinct times in the first match that cost them the match, and again, this is just from my point of view watching, and it was at the very beginning. Uh, one of their Jenners got hit with a, a long range shot, took out half his weapons, you know, from the, it was like right torso. And then those two Jenners, I think that was uncle Russ or something like that, decided to go and try to cap uh, that outside cap. And they ran into the other lights, but they had a decision. They could have pulled away, but they would have lost, you know, the potential. But so right off the bat, they were down to light max. That was the very first match. And I feel like that was, you know what what cost him there on the second battle on, on term line they actually it went on for a while um they were trading long range with uh emp and then they got into a position where all the mechs were in a good position caps and everything but their two kodiaks were just in no man's land and as soon as emp saw that and literally i remember watching because they were getting shot from the the ridge up here and then from the left down here and they got taken out, and boom, just like that, capitalized EMP rolled in, and now you're down two of your assaults, and there's nothing. And so, it, like little things like that, and that's not being making Absolutely. fun of them. That's not nope. being. Hey, they it's got just, there, man. They got to the and, finals and the but regional finals. The, the and also on the flip side, for those you know, like for me watching like EMP's play, um, damn good team of just being able to adjust. I mean, two to eight tried to do the range thing on that second match, and they were. The thing with EMP is they're freaking great players, and they adapted. You had a uh, proton with the four quad Goss, um, just Holy you know, like proton whipped that thing out over the weekend, man, and it just blew people away, uh, including his enemies. Uh, proton so, is already badass in any mech, but then you, you you see him walk forward with four quad Goss. Oh my god! It, it was it was a great set of matches that night. No and doubt, and I I do think that. Um, it, Two to eight and SGR, it could have been either of those teams that also went on, but the difference is EMP made less mistakes. And yeah. and those type of players, they're gonna do good and you have to you have to be at your A game. And so uh yeah, I was rooting for as, as soon as SGR got taken out by two two eight, I wanted two two eight to win. I thought that would have been fantastic like, oh my god, like that's the bigger story. That's that's what you want to see. But they just they those two mistakes I feel like cost them uh, the match, and it's it's easy to say that from watching, right? From the from the Hindsight outside, is always twenty. Right? Yeah, and yeah. it's it, not to experience it. And those and that's the difference too is when you play um, a lot of these games in a sort of a competitive sense, you always have a hindsight twenty twenty when you're watching it. But when you're in it, it's you know no plan survives enemy contact and no you it. have to be able to adapt you have to be able to overcome and you know you only have one life on, on that you you know and uh yeah it was great it was a pleasure and again quick shout outs to all the teams emp sjr and 228 watching those matches was it was fantastic like dude i had more fun watching this tournament over the weekend than i've had watching any sports events in a decade or more i, I just loved it um i think 
you know, Mech Warrior is a great game as a spectator event. I think it can be even better. Um, and I hope to see years of this continuing. Uh, definitely shout out to all the teams. Amazing work. All of you, just the best performances. Yeah. And, um, I was freaking my family out. I was screaming <laughs> so much in, throughout the weekend. And uh, again, I'd like to give huge props to uh, MDM and, and Bandit. You guys did fantastic Absolutely. casting that. Uh, production quality is fantastic. So glad we're, you know, able to... Uh, Bandit's know. out there. Cheers, Bandit. You guys did yeah. an amazing job. Can't wait to see you at MechCon. Uh, also, shout out to PenClick, uh, Salama, who's listening to us on his commute home right now. Um, but also, yeah, if you guys enjoyed the <laughs> recap we did of the qualifiers, we're going to do an- another recap, I think, next week. Uh, we'll, we'll announce it of the uh, regional finals. Not round table. That No, not round table. By the way. Just a recap <laughs> and a discussion like we did with Bandit, with the MDM00, and uh, have some fun looking at that and looking ahead at MechCon. But anyway, yeah, great weekend. I literally had so much fun. Uh, people can tell how much I enjoy uh, you know, the, yeah. these comp games, and especially the close gameplay is just amazing. Yeah. But anyway... We do need to move on. Um, yeah. Let's see. So speaking of MechCon, that is where we're going to see uh, Bandit and MDM00 soon. We will be there, Phil and myself, uh, also attending Side Strafe, George, Duncan Fisher, Ledoux. Meet the guy. Finally, he's uh, just an icon in the in the whole franchise. It's going to be awesome. The Beef will be there. Also attending now, Crazy Hippie and Trainzy TV, uh, both regular streamers of MWO. And shout out to Trainzy TV today. He got his partnership finally on uh, Twitch. Very difficult to achieve, and uh, proud of you, guy. That's that's awesome. Or yeah, um, that's a lot of hard work too. Like it's an insane amount of work. <laughs> I think a lot of people just like, oh yeah, it's no, it, it he, no, it's so much got, work. Yeah, so great job uh, on Zoop you. Will Trans- be there. A lot of people from the community. BB Wolf will be there. Just tons. I mean, the list is huge. More than we're at, uh, um, you know, the the Steam launch party. More than we're at the even the launch party of the game. Uh, it's just going to be a huge event, including Catalyst, Hairbrain Schemes, uh, tabletop stuff to play, the new Battletech demo to play, uh, all kinds of stuff. Uh, it is December 3rd in Vancouver. I'll post a link to the uh, to the purchase site or whatever. And uh, yeah, that's it. Metcon will be there. Hope to see you there. Also, uh, I'm just trying to wrap up now. Uh, interject if you have anything. NGNG is... Uh, we, we are celebrating our five-year anniversary this month, October 31st, five years ago, we launched the podcast. Um, so we're we're doing giveaways. I finally got into your stream, did some giveaways. Yes, we'll be you doing did. more giveaways. Yes. Uh, I think I gave Huntsman away two packs, Huntsman packs. And then yeah. uh, uh, an ultimate, uh, like MC. a big one. Yeah, MC, 500 MC here. And, yeah. So yeah. we'll be giving away more stuff the rest of this month. Uh, look for Phil or sometimes maybe, we'll see, myself streaming uh, for the rest of this month and then into november maybe half of november i'll still do giveaways uh for the five-year anniversary um so happy birthday ngng and everybody that's made that possible uh, i'm not talking about phil and myself uh, other members of the crew throughout the years and you guys in the community you're what made it possible so happy birthday to all of us um and then also the reason why we're hurrying and we're trying to wrap up phil and i are appearing on a podcast tonight we are going to be on the game dev unchained podcast i'll put a link to that as well uh, literally in, <laughs> they're going to be calling us in like 20, 30 minutes. So we have to get ready for that. Um, but it is a, a really cool, uh, little, uh, podcast about, uh, j- just different aspects of the dev industry. They talk with devs from, uh, developers. They talk to game journalists, um, uh, just all kinds of influencers in the industry and so forth. Uh, really cool. Looking forward to that. Uh, I don't think they do anything live, so you'll have to wait till it goes up. It'll probably go up tomorrow. Um, and I think that's it for the news. Do you have anything else? Um, first off, I just want to say a uh, shout out to all of our new subs. Dude, we're at 175 subs. Um, and uh, our goal is 250 for two more emoticons, and then we'll set a new goal. Um, but again, I just want to say thank you to all of our new subs um, and followers to the channel. Uh, you guys are amazing. The guys who show up every single day and just watch me play or derp. I had a fantastic moment a few days ago. <laughs> My cicada, the very beginning of the stream. I do ha- I do need to highlight that and get that to YouTube. I am going to do that. Um, that was the derpiest. That was the derpiest moment in my MWO career so far. I I I'm gonna call it. That was. Oh, you're talking. Remember? About, sorry, I was totally biased. Like I was, and I was, oh, I'm sitting there going, like Darren's probably laughing so his good. ass off right now. Oh, like, dude. 
Like, um, but yeah, I just want to say of thank all you. All the things. Thank you uh, to everyone out there. Uh, you guys are amazing. Uh, and of course, uh, if you'd like to support the uh, podcast, there's a few ways you guys can do it. And NGNGTV, you can become a sub to the channel. There's information down below. Keep in mind, and again, PSA announcement, if you have Amazon Prime already, not pushing Amazon Prime on you, just informing you, you have it already. You can link your Twitch account and be, get a sub to a channel of your choice, NGNGTV, uh, every single month for free. It's part of the, the package deal, and it's called Twitch Prime, uh, and it's if you already have Amazon Prime. Not pushing Amazon Prime on you, but if you already have it, you can get it and you can support. Um, or you may want to consider checking out our Patreon page, too, on information down below. Um, and, of course, uh, I just want to say thank you guys so much. You guys are amazing. Brownie is doing good. Thank you guys for... Uh, supporting that uh, yesterday, and of course, uh, here she is with her cone of brownie shame. will live because of you. Yeah, but I uh, just want to say thank you. Great uh, to see you, Mama Bear. And as always, we we do have to get going because uh, we have another podcast to to hop on. So I just want to say thank you to everyone who showed up tonight. Uh, and quick uh, reminder: we do have Randall Bills. He postponed. He'll be on the podcast next week. That is a week from today. Uh, that is the 26th. So October 26th, we'll have Randall Bills. We'll be talking about Catalyst, what they're doing with the tabletop, what they're doing with the uh, novels, and what they're going to do at MetCon. So uh, stay tuned. Tune in for that. And guys, I just want to say thank you again. You guys are amazing. We heart Indeed. you. We heart you so much. We do. This was your local No Guts, No Galaxy MechWare podcast. Signing off for tonight. This is Phil. And this is Darren. Until next time, Mech Warriors. <laughs>